Hey everybody, this is Ryan with Corvus Lore, and you are watching CMS-TV, Classic Metal Show. Forbidden song from GNR Lies. It's Guns and Roses with One in a Million. And just before that, we heard White Snake from the self-titled release with Children of the Night. And prior to that, we heard Voodoo Circle with Ultimate Sin. That one going out uh, by request to uh, Skippy. So uh, it wraps up your your four song set. There's a boss boss hit bound singles abound, right? Yeah, no kidding. They were all there. Yeah, they were. All right. Well, it's time to talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. Me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had gotten uh, several emails this week about this. You got to talk about this. Okay. You have to talk about this. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a controversial subject for some folks. And I know that uh, I'm sure you and I have very similar thoughts on this. I think probably. But uh, Axl Rose has been accused of a 1989 sexual assault in a new lawsuit. Thank God it, would, it didn't take a long time to bring charges. 34 years later. <laughs> now, how exactly do you prove that? <laughs> well... That's that's a good question because that we'll go through this. Okay. And you know, share our thoughts and whatever. But uh sure. I know that we have some lawyers in our midst who have uh chimed in on this and it's just like this is fucking ridiculous. It's dumb. But when you're th th this kind of a lawsuit would never be brought against a Chris Aiken or a Wendell Neely. Because neither of us have any money to be gotten. That's right. Well, they could bring it, but they would win what? A nickel? Well, they, w they wouldn't even be worth the time and effort because it's just, you know, what, what would be the point? The, the point here is you're, you're suing a, a man of much means. Yeah, of course. Much means. So there will be gains here regardless if they win the suit or not it'll be uh i'll pay you to go away yeah of course i mean if, if it doesn't if it doesn't come out to be some kind of a conviction or something like that it's just like all right what's it going to take to make you go away yeah. and, and regardless of regardless of the outcome this this uh this person bringing this lawsuit she's going to walk away with a pocket full of money Probably. As well as her lawyers. Well, her lawyers for sure. Yeah. The question is, is Axel going to fight it or not? Well, Which... again, it'll, it'll depend on what the, uh, what the proof is and, and how good of a chance they have at winning. Or are you going to disrupt my tour, which is generating me, you know, $6 million a night personally. I don't know if that's the answer. <laughs> right. I'm just using that as a number. Or... Am I going to take the time from the tour to to fight this lawsuit, or am I just going to pay you to go away? Right. 
you know, so it'll, it'll be weighed out. I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on TV. That's right. And, uh, and, uh, but, but this is usually how these kind of things go. So this was not a girlfriend. This was not a Danny Masterson situation. Uh, he did not have a quote unquote relationship with this woman. You know, this was a chance encounter. It was um, some, it was some groupie pig. It was a, it was a brief encounter, like a wind through the trees. It came so suddenly. Right. And then she was gone. Like it never had been. That's right. <laughs> so a former model has accused Axl Rose of sexually assaulting her in New York more than 30 years ago. Let's 34 years ago. Yeah. 34 years ago, folks. Some That's of, all. Some of our audience wasn't even born then. So, some of our audience wasn't born then and has already passed away since. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, according to a lawsuit filed in New York Supreme Court on Wednesday, uh, obtained by Rolling Stone, Sheila Kennedy, is there a picture of her by any, any chance? Well, let's take a look. S-H-E-I-L-A Kennedy. Sheila Kennedy. Is she a looker? She's a former penthouse model and pet of the year in 1983. So so she was already six years past her prime when this supposed incident took place. She's got kind of a pie face. Pie face? Yeah. Like an Asian moon face? Pie face? Just like somebody stuffed her face in a brick making machine (laughs) or something. A brick making machine? It's kind of square. <laughs> okay, she she's like a Lego person. Yeah, hold on, I'll, I'll have her up here in a second. All right, uh, Sheila Kennedy, a former penthouse uh, model and pet of the year in 1983, claimed in a suit that she met the Guns N' Roses frontman at a nightclub in New York in 1989 at around age of 26. The night they met, Kennedy alleged he violently sexually assaulted her in his hotel room. That's her? That's her. I'm assuming that's her now? I don't know. Because she she doesn't look anything special to me. I don't see anything. No, that's not her now. That's her then. Do you want to see her now? That was 1989. That that was her in 89? I'm looking at pictures of her. I mean, she there, there's some with her with the hair done in the 80s style, so maybe that's in between, but... She still wasn't all that. I know. She's just kind of average, average, yeah. next, you know, average next girl door six. Yeah. And now she looks, I don't know, old. <laughs> Hold on. I'll put a now up. Well, she's 60 now, right? Yeah. She ain't nobody sexually assaulting I mean, her I mean, now. She's, she's my age. She's 59, 60 now. All right. Here she is now. We're not going to give her the good picture that might confuse people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, I, w- I wouldn't even date a chick like that. Old square face. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, getting bad. She was around age 26. The night they met, Kennedy alleged he violently sexually assaulted her in his hotel room. So why didn't you go to the cops lady? So much trauma that it took 34 years to get the courage. Yeah, why, didn't, why didn't you go to the police? 
She had to get the courage up, Neely. It took a little while. Okay. Kennedy claimed in the suit that a friend invited Kennedy to a nightclub to, to try and meet the band. So this was pre premeditated. Yeah. This was premeditated. And by meet the band, she meant what? Get an autograph? Yeah, that's what she meant. She meant to, you know, <laughs> you know take a selfie, whatever yeah. these were back, back then. A Polaroid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kennedy spoke with Axel at the club, and he eventually invited her to come back to his hotel for a party, she alleged. I'm sure. Yeah. And she didn't know that that was code for suck my dick. Yeah, of course. Come on. She alleged that he invited her back to a party. He probably did. So I don't know that that was alleged. I mean, he probably said, hey, you got girls you want to come back to the room? Yeah. Hey, you five. And you want to suck Axel's cock? Come on. Yep. Kennedy's friend wasn't invited because Rose allegedly said she was not hot enough per the suit. Agree with that. You're, you're, what, what do you, you didn't see her spread though. I don't need to see her spread. I see her face. No, She's no, not no, hot no, enough. No, 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 you, you, you missed the, you missed what was said here. Oh, sorry. Kennedy's friend wasn't invited. Oh, because Rose allegedly said she was not hot enough. You're invited, but your friend can't come. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, the friend must have been hideous. Yeah. Because she's pretty damn average. Yeah, she's average. Uh, and Kennedy apologized to her friend and went back to Rose's hotel uh, with him alongside another model and future MTV host, Ricky Rackman. Oh. Rackman did not immediately reply to a request for comment. So she ditched her friend. Yeah. What kind of a girlfriend are you? She, Your girlfriend is the one who invited you to the club to meet the band. You meet the band and then you ditch your friend because uh, according to what you said, uh, Axel said she wasn't hot enough. Yeah. Well. What kind of a friend are you, 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 you superficial bitch? <laughs> I think we're seeing a plot. Uh, I think this is all coming to light pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, but but you know what, what? I mean, I thought girls had a code, didn't they? Have a don't chicks have a code? I thought chicks like stick together, don't they? Apparently not. Not when it comes to sucking Axel Rose's dick. I guess not. So, and, and not only that, um, given the given the reputation uh, GNR had already at that point. Mm-hmm. Because they were riding extremely high at this point. They sure. Were the bad boys of rock and roll. They were the most dangerous band in the land at this point. Yeah, they'd kind of taken the title from Motley Crue at that they were, they juncture. Were over, they were all over MTV. They were all over the tabloid news. They they were all they were the they were the bad boys of Hollywood. Yeah. But yet she ditched her friend and went back to a hotel room. With Ricky Rackman and, and uh, Axl Rose, allegedly. She must have thought there was good conversation to be had in the hotel room. Probably. <laughs> at, at Rose's hotel room, according to the suit, Rose plied the guests with cocaine. Did he, like, keep her down the couch and stuffed it up her nose? Is that what she did? Yeah. Did he make her, did he hold her mouth shut and hold her nose until she had to suck in a yeah. breath and then stuck her face in a bag of Coke? No, she sounds like she willingly did this. Yeah, she she wanted to do some Coke and she did. Yeah, she pl Rose plied the guests with cocaine, champagne, and other alcohol. 
does plied mean provided? Because somehow I'm thinking that's what it was. Well, ply, when you say plied, that means to me like you were forced forced to do it. Do another line, bitch. Do another line. Or Rose supplied this or it was available to you if you wanted to. Right. Or were you forced to do it? Were you given a piece of a garden hose and... <laughs> was that the deal? Apparently so. All right. Uh, after Kennedy went to the bathroom, Rose was allegedly waiting outside the door. And when she exited, Rose pushed Kennedy up against the wall and he kissed her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kennedy found Rose attractive. Yeah, because you were a willing mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and did not mind the encounter. So so she didn't mind it. Well, she wasn't on. She didn't understand her trauma at that point, Neil. I guess. Well, she she's at the bathroom. She's doing coke. She's doing drug or drink and whatever else. Mm -hmm. She comes out of the bathroom and there's Axel Rose standing there waiting for her, and he grabs her and he pushes her up against the wall and starts sticking his tongue down her throat. And she goes, "I didn't mind that much. I didn't mind. That's that pretty much. fun. That's pretty good." She, she was open to sleeping with him if things progressed. Well, it sounds like things were progressing. How much further are they going to progress? I don't, I don't think there was an if involved here. He's got you pushed against a wall. You're making out with him. He's probably finger banging you, and you're probably grabbing his dick. Yeah, you just met the guy, and you're willing to you're willing to ride his cock. Yeah, I mean, how much more progression do you need? I mean, is this happening to a Chris Aiken or a Wendell Neely on the first night out? Probably not. Probably not, no. However, she said she did not consent to the alleged sexual encounter that Rose uh, that would happen later that evening. So, so she was open to banging him, but uh, she wasn't. Uh, she didn't consent to it. Sure, she didn't. Sounds pretty conflicting to me, doesn't it? Yeah, I was all for banging him if uh, things progressed. Well, things did progress. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you know, I didn't uh, consent to it. Apparently, the only thing she didn't do is sign an affidavit saying, go ahead and fuck me. <laughs> exactly. Later into the party, when just Rose, Rackman, and a other mo and the other model and Kennedy were in there, just them. Sounds like a party to me. It's not yeah. like, I mean, if it was when just Kennedy and Rose were in the room together. No, it's it's Rose, Rackman, other model, Kennedy. You know, it's, it's like It's like a couple of couples. Yeah. Uh, Rose began to have sex with the other model. Mm. Good on him. The suit alleged Kennedy claimed she became uncomfortable, alleging that Rose was aggressive in a way that appeared painful for the model. Okay, well, what did the other model do? Did she get up and run out of the room screaming? Did did she did she leave the room and you know contact the police? Was she, was she, uh, you know, was she brutally assaulted as you claim? Yeah. Where's that police report, by the way? Yeah. Kennedy further claimed that Rose was encouraging group sex. Okay. That's what Gee, I can't believe that. Group sex backstage at a show? Well, no, at a hotel. Right at a hotel party after a show? Wow. Probably the, you know, the Waldorf Astoria or some fancy shit like that. That you know? never happens. No, not not with the bad boys of rock and roll. Not no the way. Band in the land. No chance that ever happened. But 
that she wasn't interested and she left the room with Rackman to go back to his hotel room. So were you were you open to banging Ricky too? Is that the deal? Well, that's probably why Ricky's putting no comment at all out there. He's like, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Let's just go back to my room because obviously Axel's got his mouth full and his cock buried. Yeah. <laughs> After leaving Rose's room, she heard the sound of glass shattering. Wow. What was this, adjoining rooms or something? Must have been. Uh, she also heard Rose screaming at the model. Why doesn't this model have a name? Why didn't she have a lawsuit? That's my point. Yeah. Why doesn't this other model, I mean, it's been mentioned several times, the other model, the other model. Does this mm-hmm. other model exist? Did she, does she have a name? Yeah, I don't know. You're a fucking whore. Ooh, language. Get the fuck out of here. Upon, language, Axel. Upon hearing the noise, Rackman allegedly told Kennedy that it's going to get bad. Okay. Uh, Kennedy claims that Rose then came down the hallway to Rackman's. Now, she heard this all the way down the hallway? She heard must have been because he came down the hallway like like they were several rooms apart. Could you hear a glass break in another room? <laughs> of course. Several rooms away. It's totally believable so far. Okay, I, I don't buy this. Now, if you were in the adjoining room, I might buy that. But coming down the hallway, if somebody broke a glass in a room three, three rooms away, I don't think you would hear that, would you? Dude, don't forget. OJ broke that glass and nearly cut his fucking finger off. Anything can happen. If a, if a glass breaks in OJ's driveway, will every anybody in the neighborhood hear it? All the way to Chicago. <laughs> Kennedy claims that Rose then came down the hallway to Rackman's room, saw Kennedy and asked, what the fuck are you doing back here? Rose Ooh. then allegedly pushed Kennedy down to the floor. Oh, my goodness. But was this in the room or in the hallway or? He just banged on Rackman's door and Ricky opened the door and he goes, what the fuck are you doing here? And then he jumped on top of her. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. Well, Kennedy was on the ground. Rose grabbed her by the hair and he dragged her across the suite back to his bedroom. Now, now, are these adjoining suites or are they not? Because the way it says he came down the hallway and now he just dragged her back to his room. Like a caveman. Yeah, but but regardless of that, were they in adjoining rooms? Or were they like two rooms apart? Because this doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, it was so quiet on that floor (laughs) that everything that went on in the entire floor was heard. Okay. (laughs) But but he he grabbed he was in he was in Rackman's suite. That's right grabbed her by the hair and pulled her to his bedroom. <laughs> Very poetic. Oh, well, that's that's it. Right. Um and See, the, she thought they were going to play Monopoly. Right, of course. That's what I was thinking. The the game of life was actually being played. That's right. <laughs> When they got to his room, the suit alleged, Rose threw her on the bed onto her stomach, grabbed pantyhose, and tied her hands behind her back. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, Kennedy lay there on the bed with her hands tied behind her back, bleeding, vulnerable, and alone with alone with Rose while he was in a sexual, vile, volatile rage. He was in a sexual, volatile rage. Well, very tragic. <laughs> Kennedy had just witnessed Rose violently have sex with another woman. Now, if you had violent sex with another woman, can you get can you get all chubbed up again to have violent sex with another woman? Yeah, you would think that uh, you know the the energy level, but maybe it's that cocaine. Maybe uh, maybe right or charge uh, alcoholic brutality, as your yeah. friend Zach Wild sings about. Yeah, the, the the combination of alcohol, cocaine, and stage juice just kept his dick hard. I thought I thought cocaine kind of has a tendency to to you know, make you go limp or something, doesn't it? Yeah, you're not Axl Rose now, are you? Okay. Again, I don't know. I... He's superhuman. Okay. Uh, he dragged Kennedy to the bedroom like a caveman, as Chris said, and acted with uncontrolled fury. Rose had physically stopped her from leaving. Kennedy was trapped. Rose then forcibly penetrated Kennedy's anus. Oh, my goodness. This. So he he took her from behind. Oh my goodness! Doggy style, literally. Yeah. He he put, he drilled a hole in that shit cutter. <laughs> Rose denied the allegation through his attorney, uh, Alan Gutman. Simply put, this incident never happened. Notably, these fictional claims were filed the day before the New York State's filing deadline expires. Gutman said. Though he doesn't deny the possibility of a fan photo taken and passing, Mr. Rose has no recollection of ever meeting or speaking to the plaintiff and has never heard about these fictional allegations prior to today. Mr. Rose is confident this case will be resolved in his favor, i.e. give her some money, tell her to go away. Beat it, pig. Right. He treated her like property. Ooh. Used solely for his sexual pleasure. Well, that's what it was. Well, who has sex for not having pleasure? Yeah. I mean. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. What, what what did she think it was? Unless you're Sergeant Hartman. I'm going to skull fuck you. Well, I mean. And even then, he might have enjoyed that. He might have. She might have. I mean, who knows? I know this. In 1989. Chicks showing up backstage were there for one reason. Balls deep in their fucking mouths and asses. Yeah, just ask Def Leppard. Yeah. They were banging them out under the stage during the During the shows. Yeah. Uh, this, he did not use a condom. Hang on a minute. God damn it. Where did I put those condoms? I'm going yeah, gonna, gonna, gonna to drill your cornhole. Now, where did they do with those condoms? Well, and, and of course, because condoms were such a big deal in, in 89. Well, they were becoming a big deal, but they were not. Fucking without a condom in 1989 was still not like scary territory. I'm going to disagree with that. You think in 89? Well, that's you. It's not just me. That's you. I think most of us that were banging in 89 were like kind of that was 70, 30. That was you. Well, I definitely was, but I'm not only talking about, I can't ever remember, especially Korea time when there was a lot of fucking 
group banging in the same room and stuff. I cannot ever remember one time that somebody was like, hey, man, you got an extra condom? I don't remember one time, and I must have I must have hooked up in the same room as, like, another dude and his chick at least 25 times. Yeah, yeah, but but your experiences in the in the military were not traditional dating. Oh, as opposed to this that we're talking about no, here. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that for regular guys stateside who were dating yeah. chicks, they, for the most part, I'm going to guess that most, most, not all, but a good, a good, a good majority of them were probably being careful. All right, let's hear it. Chat rooms, and I'll put this to all three of them. The the three different chats we got going. All right. Um, if you were banging chicks in 1989, Which what was, was what was the percentage of of times that you were using a rubber versus not using a rubber? Well, bareback for me was not an option. Yeah, I know for you. I'm talking, well, I'm, I was in the 89. So you're a zero 100. Yeah. Because number one, obviously the AIDS factor. Number two, the pregnancy factor. Right. You know, so those were two very, and plus I didn't drink. See? So, so those are three issues there. One percent. 50, 50. Okay. Zero. Age was already in full swing. That's one for you. Now that is true. Uh, in the other chat room, um, Sal said 50-50, but Sal, you should have used rubbers all the time with those guys. <laughs> it's dangerous to be fucking guys without a rubber, Sal. Um, uh, Jake, Jake in the Rumble by 89 condoms were required. Okay. Demon zero. <laughs> so, all right. So mixed bag. So, so again, if, if you add that all together, probably about 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. But with okay. you, it was zero, zero. <laughs> yeah. There's no rubbers. What's that? Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. The only rubber I had was on my shoes. Right. But my point is, is for guys who were in normal, dating situations mm -hmm. there there was a 50 50 chance that that's something you would have done sure okay so, so at this point she says uh, he treated her like property used solely for sexual pleasure he did not use a condom kennedy did not consent and felt overpowered she felt she had no escape or exit and was com uh, compelled to acquiesce she believed Rose would physically attack her. Well, he was physically attacking you, according to your claim here. Yeah, according to your claim. Or worse, if she said no or attempted to push him away. Well, you were tied. You were hogtied. How, how would you push him away? Yeah. Weren't you hogtied? Hogtied and taking it in the pooper. Right. Well, she, yeah, I mean, the only way she's getting away is to roll it over, I guess. Right. She understood that the safest thing to do was to lie in the in the bed i thought she was bent over the bed and wait for rose to finish assaulting her but she said he might assault her he might attack her but according to her he did attack her see there's too many contradictions here these this lawyer is gonna murder her if it goes to trial yeah i mean i'm not a lawyer i just play one on tv but but i'm i'm if if this is actually her testimony or the mm -hmm. way that, there's just too many 
contradictions here from what she's saying. Yeah. The suit claims that Kennedy experienced PTSD-like symptoms after she alleged after the alleged incident when she hears Rose's name or Guns and Roses music. Ah. But she sings, she happily sings one in a million. Yeah. Does November rain makes her cry? Right, of course. Sure it does. She further claims that she suffers from anxiety and depression since the alleged assault. Well, that's a lot of bad years, hon. 34 years. 34 years, and she's done nothing about it. 34 years, you sat around crying every time Sweet Child of Mine hit the radio. Right. You dummy. Should have got help 33 years ago, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (coughs) But she liked Tammy and sit there and sing, he's singing about me. Mm Mm-hmm sweet child he wrote that song estranged about me because i wanted to be with him but we're estranged right shut up do you think that she's she like maybe doesn't cry but weeps a little bit when when she hears like slash's snake pit i think she does must i think five o'clock somewhere is probably really mean something to her The beggars and hangers on part sure does these days. I would agree with that. (laughs) Uh, She suffers from anxiety and depression since the alleged assault and that the trauma compromised her career. Oh, did it? Oh, that's why she needs the money. She never, she never progressed beyond being a penthouse pet. So she never got more than the 1500 for the, for the initial photo shoot. Got it. Right. The suit listed assault, battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress. Do you think, do you think uh, Axel said, I'm going to put some emotional distress on you, bitch. I'm sure he did. And gender motivated violence. Wow. I've never heard that term before. Gender motivated violence. As it causes of action, asking for unspecified damages to be determined by the court. So what's this worth to you for getting your pooper drilled? Yeah, she's probably put a $5 million on her anal cavity. You think so? Just I, five? Yeah, she ain't going to get more than that. No, so No, but you have to go high because... Oh, they, yeah, I'm sure she's suing for $20 million. Yeah, but you have to whittle it down. She might get five, but she's suing for 20 Yeah, she'll sue for $20. she will accept 5 Right. As well as some medical bills to shave off the polyps in her asshole. (laughs) Rose himself has been accused of domestic and sexual abuse uh, multiple times in the past. What? This rocker guy? This guy caused caused a a riot in St. Louis and in Canada. Yeah. (laughs) Spaghetti incident. It was uh, it was the saucy bloody asshole that that's uh, right in mind. <laughs> um, the suit itself describes a history of abuse when describing Rose, uh, referencing several other allegations of sexual and domestic violence from past decades. The suit uh, referenced abuse claims from Rose's former partners Aaron Everly and Stephanie Seymour, detailed in the 1994 People magazine story. Everly sued Rose for abuse in Los Angeles civil court that year, later settling the claim out of court. The lawsuit isn't the first time Kennedy shared these details about her alleged experience with Rose, writing about the allegations in her 2016 autobiography, No One's Pet. 
Is no one's pet or no one bought it? Well, again, here here's here's the thing. These these young women, if you know, we're gonna assume she was attractive enough to become a penthouse pet for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, they open themselves up for this kind of this kind of uh, people people just looking at them as a sexual object. But yeah. then they write a book. I'm no one's pet. No, I did this on my own terms. Yeah, because you're a strong, empowered woman. That's right. And further recalling the claims in Look Away, the 2021 documentary on sexual misconduct in the music industry. (laughs) The suit was brought through the New York's Adult Survivors Act, a law that has waived the statute of limitations on sexual misconduct claims for civil suits. It sets to expire on Friday, November 24th, which was yesterday. Since the window reopened, why did the window reopen? That's the whole question. It's just like, uh, you, you had 30 years to file this fucking thing. Where have you been? Right. Women have come forward with allegations against several high profile, see again, high profile, i.e. Mm-hmm. Uh, music industry figures, including Steven Tyler. What? Steven Tyler's on this list? I can't believe he would have done anything like this. What? L.A. Reid, former Recording Academy uh, CEO Neil Portnow, publishing executive Kenny McPherson, and deceased Atlantic Records founder Ahmed Erdogan, and also Jamie Foxx this week, too. Oh, Jamie Foxx got hit, too? Yeah, he got hit, too. Wow. So, so they're suing the dead now. Ahmed Erdogan. Well, he got to sue his estate, of course. Right, of course. So there you are. So so <laughs> we'll open this up to phone calls if you have a thought on this. <laughs> 800-497-5891. But Mr. Aiken, I know you yes. have thoughts. Well, it's it's my main thought is I'm not gonna say if if it, it did or didn't happen. I don't know. We weren't there. Obviously, there doesn't seem to be any video evidence or any proof evidence, but um, no police reports, no, nobody yeah. reporting a disturbance. Nobody heard yeah. women screaming, glass breaking, yelling. Yeah. You know. At some point, we have to have a statute of limitations on I this agree. shit. I agree. And it should be like five years or so. I'm not, or, or even 10. Let's say 10 years. Even 10. Just three times that. Yeah. I mean, come on. She's now 60. This happened when she was 25. Stop it. I'm 55. Anything that happened to me when I was 20 should not matter at this point. I agree. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, mean, uh, I know he, he was one of our favorites on, on the ranch, but look what happened to Danny Masters. Yeah. He got held accountable for something that allegedly happened in 1991. Yeah. It's craziness, and and what bothers me the most about it is that we hold it to the same regard as murder, and yet the offense is only based on, like in this case, only based on someone saying it. Yeah, murder. You at least have to have some proof, or or a body, or a, bo- a body, or DNA evidence, yeah. or, or fingerprints, blood, whatever. But in this case. What do we actually have here? Well, he did it to me. 
and and they're holding her to the same statute like it's like it's murder. It's crazy talk. Well, and I agree. And and here's the thing: this is this. And again, I don't know that anything because the courts are so wonky these days. Right. She willingly went to his room, ditched her girlfriend. She she purposely went to the club to meet Axel Rose. She even she even said, "I was open to sleeping with him if things progressed." Well, things mm. did progress, and his way of sleeping with you is he wanted to drill you in the cornhole. Yeah. So so you you got your wish. Yeah. He didn't have his ideas were not the same as your puritan let's lay down and have fucking missionary sex he wanted to fucking do some rough stuff and again you know not not to cast aspersions or judgment on people but but what what kind of a girl goes back to a room by herself with a with a notorious rock star thinking that it's just going to be uh parcheesy or something exactly (laughs) fuck out of here you know and especially when there's drugs and alcohol involved yeah, when you chose to go to that room, you knew that it was to have some fucking cock and balls in your face. Right. And your asshole probably fucked. Just stop. Admit it. But she's not going to admit it because then she won't get paid. Well, yeah, of course. There's there's money involved here, goddammit. Yeah. Because passion rules the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. Exactly. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hey. Yes, it's uh, Sal. What's up? Sal who? I never heard yeah, of you. So, yeah, I know. So, are, is, um, it, are, is, this, I thought... is this Sal the fan or is Sal the lawyer? <laughs> Both. I thought, uh, I was like fucking um, tossing this around. At first blush, I thought like the Ace Freely thing, 50 grand. But at least with Ace, that was like kind of a boyfriend-girlfriend acknowledgement thing. I actually reduced my... Um, demand on this if i were her attorney to five grand just as a uh, go away go fuck yourself um nuisance fee because there's no relationship there there's no nothing there i mean anybody can step you know it you know that saw the fucking concert that went backstage we were backstage at docking yada 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 34 years and the fact that it like is so close to that statute of limitations it's very suspect, but it's irrelevant for, you know, what her endeavors are or all that bullshit. But I say it's, I thought it was worth 50 G. I dropped that to five grand. So, so you're saying this Kennedy's, um, claim is, is going to net her five grand. Yeah. She's going to walk away with several million, Sal. Come on. Axel Rose no. is worth. Axel Rose is worth. What would you say, Chris? Hundred million? Probably more. Well, I mean, since this yeah, whole. I would the, say more. Well, again, I don't know. This whole yeah. not in this lifetime tour that's been going on since what 2015 or 2016. Mm-hmm. He he's netted at least. You know, after expenses yeah. and 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 agents yeah. and taxes and whatever else go at least a hundred million dollars so if he's not worth a hundred million dollars plus she's not going to go away for fifty thousand dollars are you shitting me two hundred million two hundred million so do you think she's going to walk away saying okay fifty thousand is good no she's going to walk away with what chris five i say five i say she'll 
See, the thing, and I don't disagree with Sal either here, but <laughs> Axel will, for Axel, $5 million to go away. Now that it's been in the public, too, $5 million <laughs> to go away is nothing. He's probably got insurance for this kind of shit. You know, but does this set a precedent for other women to come forth if she gets a payday? It already you know, has, like, Sal. You should know this as a lawyer. This has already been a precedent. Look, look at the people yeah, who've gotten true, paid off true. millions of dollars because hush of money, the— Hush money. Well, it's not hush money. It's it's just an irritation fee is what it is. It's like, you know what? Yeah, you're an irritation. Get the fuck out of here. You know, money, money, when it gets into the hundreds of millions of dollars, five, eight, ten million dollars is nothing. You know what? I had actually, you had, you were already on this, and I was texting Dale about this, and I was late in the game. Well, thank God other Dale than, was involved. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. <laughs> other than um, a year in a city and, and whatnot, what other merit or connection does she and he have to each other. I mean, there wasn't like it wasn't a boyfriend girlfriend thing. It's I, I, I I'm missing something here, guys. What I, you're I missing don't know, here, Sal. What you're missing here is the environment yeah. in which we live today. That, as Chris put on Correct. his uh, his uh, Chiron, believe all women lie, and that's that's where we're Ooh. at today because women have this. All they have to do is say, he did this to me. And everybody goes, oh, he probably did. He should pay. The figures you guys are uh, throwing around, though, I mean, it, it's just, it, I mean, honestly, I, subjectively, I don't know, man. It's like, I think you you start low because you can't, you know, if you like go out there with like. No, you start high. Away, you, you start high whoa, and chisel it away. Oh, dude. You chisel it away down to a more manageable number. Like we said earlier, she'll come in at saying twenty million, but then she'll accept five. <laughs> they can come in whatever they want. Hold on. See um, play the hold on, Sal, because you're a lawyer. Play the whole let's play the whole game. For fifty thousand dollars, that would come with contention. Do you agree with that? That she's not going to just say, oh, cool, 50 grand and take it. She's going to want to fight that to get a higher number. Do you agree with that? I agree. So then, so then if you agree with that, how much press attention does Axl Rose want to put up with? Where he could give her $5 million and, uh, and, uh, you know, non-disclosure. Non-disclosure agreement. Say, go away. And say, beat it. Never speak of this again. Wow. I mean, but we just went from 50 G to 5 million. I mean, that's. But he's got 200 200 million, Sal. 5 million is nothing. How much will he lose if he can't book a tour because he has outstanding rape allegations against him? not criminal right no it's not criminal but well but at the same time do you really think live nation is going to say yeah we'll pay this guy five million dollars a night while rolling stone is writing this guy fucked this chick in the ass and raped her 
doing what I, I mean, being on the defense side of the shit that I do, it's like I'm always like trying to lowball people and stuff like that. And it's like I get your points, but it's it's a, a, a very tall figure. No, I mean, it's a not. Very tall it's, figure. No, it's not at all. Not at all. Comparatively no. to what Axel is worth, comparatively what he stands to lose in future tours and income, sure. that's nothing. And we're well aware that you like to lowball people. <laughs> Sal, I'm starting to question. I can't wait till I, I see you again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm starting to question your acumen as a lawyer. I'm a fucking better lawyer than you. <laughs> well, you, you're, you're, you guys are giving away the whole fucking goat here. No, we're not. I, okay, we're okay. talking reality here. I fucking know. God damn. Shit. Um, I... Dude, this isn't the guy that owns the local grocery store. This is a guy whose whole living comes off of reputation. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he can't have that. It's the same reason. Think about, was it six months ago when Steven Tyler was got the same sort of treatment here? How much have you heard about that since then? Nothing. Steven no. Tyler wrote a big check and it went away. Deep. Yeah. I mean, you keep writing checks to fucking go away and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know. I, 1989, you were still in Korea. Mm-hmm. I was hanging abroad in Bridgeport. Um, and I don't know. Neil, were you still in L.A.? I was still, in, I Ca- I was still anyway. in California, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's like 34 fucking years ago. It's like, I think it's kind of a fly on a gnat's ass or whatever the saying goes on that. And I think she can get bought off for a lot cheaper instead of, like, throwing the, the M behind the number, guys. I do like that you're boiling it, boiling it down to brass tacks. That's for sure. <laughs> Sal, she comes in with a number, and Rose's, mm-hmm. and Rose's team, I'm going to use a racist term here, they Jew, they Jew it down to $5 million. Oh, my goodness. I gotta step away from this guy. I can't wait to see you on Christmas Day. It's like down five million. It's like if she if she comes in if she comes in at five. But her lawyer is the one who brings in the suit. Her lawyer comes in and says she wants thirty million or twenty million or whatever the fuck it is, and they come in and go, Well, we'll counter that. We'll give you five if you if you sign this non-disclosure and go away. Think about this too, Sal. Hold on, hold on, Sal. As a lawyer, are you gonna take a case that, at its best, fighting a major celebrity that's gonna be all over the news? Are you taking that case where the most you're gonna get is twenty five thousand dollars, which is your half of her fifty? Well, the law firm of Sal, Sal, and Sal? <laughs> Sal, Sal, and Dumber. <laughs> Are you going to do that for twenty-five grand? But from what you guys said in the story, and I didn't read a lot about the story. Yeah, that's why I read it somewhere. to you, Sal, so all you had to do was sit there and drink know, your beer and listen to me. Which I am. I am. Um, we can tell. We... <laughs> but I, I don't see like 
where the evidence adds up to well, we like, don't, if they went we, to court. We don't know that it's going to add up to that. What we're trying to say is if he's going to avert cut court, the cut the losses, just cut the losses, say, okay, what do you want? Well, she wants 20 mil. Well, we're not going to give you 20 mil. What do you have proof of? Well, we're going to we're going to be a fly in the ointment. We're going to kind of muddy mm-hmm. up the water for you. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to delay your okay. tour. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we'll go, how's 5 million sound? Will you go away for 5 million and go, we'll take it. Yeah. Or do you want to fight for the cause and next summer's stadium tour have a thousand ugly Me Too women with pierced noses and pink hair standing outside every stadium with their with their Axel is a rapist signs and stuff. You think and do you think Live Nation's going to put up with that for long? <laughs> Good point, uh, Sal. You need to go back to law school. It was thirty-two years ago, but anyway, I mean, I, I mean. It just seems like a tall fig. I mean, I don't want to argue about the figures, but it just seems she came out of nowhere after all these years. And that's all and it takes, Sal. All it takes is one guy, a girl to go, he did this to me. And the whole bandwagon is like, yeah, he probably did. Look what he did to Stephanie Seymour. Look what he did to, you know, and he goes, he probably did. He's a guilty son of a bitch. We don't care what, what the court outcome is. He's guilty. It's the court of public opinion, Sal. You should know this. With these guys, it is. All right. It is. But All right. It, Enough said, I mean, Sal. Yeah, I know. The, I mean, the figure just is tall. But, I, I mean, we, we agree to disagree. I mean, I don't know. But anyway. All right. Uh, thank you. And uh, hail and kill. And uh, happy holidays. Uh, I'll see you soon. And uh, any other questions from uh, a guy that you won't hire as your lawyer? <laughs> No, you're, you're a terrible lawyer, Sal. You're not doing litigation and you're good at contracts. Jesus Christ, I'll hire Chris before I hire <laughs> Or I'll, act, well, as mean, my own, I'll away... act as my own attorney. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. pro se. I won't give, give up the ghost. You know? <laughs> Goodbye, anyway, Sal. Shit. <laughs> right, there goes Sal. Good Lord. Wow. Fifty grand, fifty thousand. Yeah, I'm telling. I think my the one point I made is the best point. No fucking attorney that's going to be super highlighted for what happens in that case gonna is going to do that. Where the most they could take is twenty five grand. I don't think so. Not in a quote unquote high profile case. No way. <laughs> it's like. And, and he keeps saying, well, I'm going to lowball them. And so it's like, it doesn't work that way. Lowball them? They, they come in with the initial figure, and it's up to you to 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 whittle that down to, to an acceptable number. Axl Rose would hand drive 50 grand to her house if that was the number. If that was the number, we never would have heard of this case. I agree. If it was like, yeah, give me 50, 50 grand and I'll go, please. Axel Rose makes that for singing the first four songs of the night. Come on. Yeah. So, so I, get, I know it's a tall number, Sal, but that's not unrealistic. I agree with Henry Lee Summer in the in the the expensive chat room. Um, in all reality, could you see Live Nation 
picking up that $5 million tab just to keep Axel and Guns N' Roses cash cow yeah. out on the road, of course. Absolutely. $5 million is nothing. They, they would just transfer that into their legal fund. Yeah, they'd pay him a little bit less or whatever. They'd, they would pay the $5 million And, I mean, what does a Guns N' Roses tour make? A lot of $100 million a year or whatever for Live Nation. They're going to do everything they can. If there was evidence that Axel cut somebody's fucking head off, they'd find a way to to handle that. <laughs> of course they would. It's like fifty it, grand. It, Jesus, I mean, you know, regardless of regardless of your thoughts on GNR or not, but uh, they're a cash cow. Yeah, they're out there touring. They've been consistently touring since 2016. We're we're into what eight years now of yeah of not in this lifetime. <laughs> so that's half a billion for one yeah. band. And they're still selling goddamn stadiums. Yeah. They're going back around next year, I believe. For one great album. Yeah. I mean, arguably one great album. It's not, yeah. that, not that their other songs aren't good, but they're what was typically one great album. Yeah. Chinese democracy. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I'm going to have to start thinking about my rethinking my friendship and my, my, uh, we can still be friends with him. Oh, we can be friends, but he's no longer on my lawyer list. Yeah. I mean, you need to, you need to get back with lawyer Fred or something because Mikey, yeah, Mikey, we have lawyers. Mikey's got more stones than Sal. Yeah. Lawyer, lawyer, Mikey certainly wouldn't settle for 50 grand. (laughs) Stick the contract, Sal. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Work out somebody's mortgage, Sal. Jesus. (laughs) When it comes to when it comes to litigation and negotiation, that's not your strong suit. (laughs) No, no shit. Sal, help help Neely when they fucking complain that his mailbox is the wrong color or something. He'll be looking for you to tie that one up. Right, of course. Jesus. Uh, he's a bulldog when it comes to those kind of things. That's right. Crack in your driveway, Sal is your man. Yeah, he he's like a junkyard dog when it comes to HOA <laughs> Right. <laughs> Mr. Neely will not be paying the late fees on this HOA. <laughs> <laughs> I have spoken. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, at the top of the list of the defendants who are expected to be sued or were named in complaints filed on Wednesday and Thursday in New York State Supreme Court, here are a list of people involved with people who are claims against them. And we'll wrap okay. up. Uh, Sean Diddy Combs, Axel Rose, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jamie Foxx, Jimmy Levine. Uh, Bill Cosby. Whoa. So a lot of people coming out of the woodwork saying, I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to cash in while I can. I'm going to beat the statute of limitations. (laughs) That's right. I'm going to hit up lawyer Sal for 50 K. Right. Exactly. So all these people were on the, uh, on the chopping block as it were for people who are trying to cash in. Right. Notice, uh, you know, Joe the plumber or or uh, Carl the car salesman was not on the list. No, not at all. I can't imagine why. <laughs> None of those guys made the list. 
I didn't see one window washer over there at the fucking um, Empire State Building getting named nope. in this. No, nope, not a one of those. No, nope. only people with the uh, big cash. That's right. <laughs> Silly. So dumb. So there you are. I uh, I was prompted to cover this story, and I think we covered it very thoroughly. We certainly did. And we had a reputable lawyer from the great city of Sh- Chicago on the sh- on the show. To, oh, we had a lawyer to, to give his uh, give his negative five cents worth. I don't know how reputable, but we did have a lawyer. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, nah, I'm done with this nonsense. All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up. I'll let you pick a tune. All right. Well, since we're talking about shit that's against the law, let's go to Striper Ooh. from against the law. Let's go with uh, two bodies, one mind, one soul. Axel and this lady, two bodies, one mind, one hole. Right. No, actually, two holes. Two holes. Yeah. Well, he only got uh, he only got the one as far as she claims. Anyway. That's right. She got he got the cornhole. That's right. Because he got the good hole on the other model. That yeah, was, that's true. That was uh, allegedly, uh, you know, in um, present in this situation. Right. So. Uh, just stupid 34 years later this is what can happen your your chickens have come home to roost axel yeah man now what are you gonna do yeah man (laughs) stupid all right well here it is it's striper two bodies one mind one soul exclusively here on your classic metal show KRFK Radio has the best hard rock and metal on the planet. Featuring Joe Elliott, Def Leppard vocalist and host of the Joe Elliott Radio Show. Are you serious? Eddie Trunk, host of the biggest metal programs ever on radio and MTV. Charlie Kendall, creator and host of Metal Shop. For adults only. Dee Snyder. Twisted Sister vocalist and host of the House of Hair. Any questions? Ron Keel, the metal cowboy. Ron Keel band vocalist and host of Streets of Rock and Roll. And boss of this here outfit. L.A. Lloyd, host of the Rock Countdown. And here comes the best part. The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris Aiken. And Hairball John. Am I on the air? Together, they reach all, and I mean all, hard rock and heavy metal fans. And you can only find them all together here on KRFK Radio.